0: What's good, party people, In the place to be? This is your boy, MC am messing with your eardrum. Once again, welcome to the Lords of the Longbox Show, and happy new comic book day to you. I got the usual cast of characters. I got my boy, Dark Side Jedi. Say what's up to the party people.
1: Yo, party people, what's happening, man? It's Wednesday. We're back. Let's do this. And we're only seven minutes late, which yeah, means well, we're actually early. It's pretty good.
0: Once again, I got my other co-host, Jem Mint from Jem Mint Collectibles. Say what's up.
2: Yo, what up, everybody? Where are my Gemini's at? Mount up.
0: And once again, the returning mystery person who is going to be a regular Otto from the Grotto. Say what's up.
3: What's up, everybody? I'm excited to be here. It's Wednesday, new comic book day. The return of the first family is here. The Fantastic Four is back. What more do you want? We got Lords of the Longbox. Let's go, guys. I can't wait for this.
0: It is a fantastic day indeed. What's up to all the people on YouTube? What's up to people on Twitch? My man Undisputed Frost is holding it down in the Twitch live stream. Later on, we'll be on SoundCloud under Dark Side Ooh. Jedi. We're going to post all those links. We're going to figure out iTunes.
1: Stitcher taking over the world ladies and gentlemen and whatever over
0: else man uh we're gonna be on cable access number 69 <laughs> and also espn the ocho so <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: nobody got my reference dude when i did the espn eight the ocho remember that's from dodgeball remember they had like they're making yeah, fun yeah, that yeah, espn yeah. has so many damn channels so uh yeah man uh let me see who's here for those that are on youtube what's up to jason smith Sergio Morales, Daniel Abarró, Red Matos, Stay Puff, 1983, Marco 808, Miss Hustle, Javier Salas, Brian Wilson, Dave K, Stay Puff, the Model Vault, and on Twitch, I frost. It's yo a little yo. bit lonely over there <laughs> on Twitch, so we got to <laughs> get more people on Twitch, man. Twitch nights aren't out yet. Yeah. yeah, the twatchers aren't watching. Those so. those, uh, game, those right.
1: gamers don't know about these comic books, man. So no, we'll, we'll, but, we'll get it in it. there.
0: Ross started a comic book group over on Twitch and we're going to start, you know, we're going to invade that shit. We're going to
1: take it over, man. So, uh, let's do the,
0: let's do the do Ryan. What you got for us?
1: Well, first I'd like to thank our gracious sponsor KRS comics. And, uh, what do you say? He's got a Boston fan expo this weekend.
0: That's right. This show is proudly sponsored by KRS Comics, krscomics.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B, that's L-O-T-L-B, for any KRS Comics exclusives to get 10% off. He's got, they're already, I just saw them at a Warren Lou signing over at Comic Toons and Toys and Tustin. Shout out to my LCS and the Big To-Do. But they're already turning that around, and they're going to um, Boston Fan Expo. Warren Lou is going to be there signing his uh, uh, Batman Fifty. Uh, Mike Mayhew is going to be there signing off on those Venom books. And he also did the ASM 300 swipes and also the amazing Spider-Man. And of course, there's multi super talented Natalie Sanders. She's got some great covers there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston, Chris, if you're out there, go say what's up to the KRS comics crew. They can bring you out there doing their CGC facilitators. Uh, they do sketches. I believe our man, dark side Jedi is going to be getting a Natalie Sanders. I sketch. I
1: sent my book to Chris uh, the other day and they're right. leaving tomorrow. To go to the show,
0: and I got my handy Modella Michelada right here. I'm doing Tamarindo Picante. Oh, uh, man. To keep, yo, it is hot over here, son. The freaking the whole state is on fire, and it is crazy <laughs> right now, man. It is hot. It's getting crazy. I, you know what, the fires are getting. It went the opposite direction of where I live, but now the winds have changed and all of a sudden all the smoke is covering right now. It's like a weird orange thing. It looks like uh, Mount Doom from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, man. those pictures
1: crazy. you sent were crazy, man. I don't know if you anybody has seen it, but look up LA Fire. Where, where is it located? It's called the Holy Fire because there's a canyon called
0: Holy Jim, and uh, some crazy ass nut job set the fire off on purpose. He sent like an email oh, wow. to the fire department and he was like, I'm burning everything down. And the funny thing is his cabin is stood standing. His 15 uh-huh. neighbors, all their houses burned oh down. Oh, my God. King of you can go to Golden State will tell you up in north right now is crazy. That fire is actually the largest one in California history. It was two fires that combined into one, dude. It is literally something out of Lord of the Rings, man. You know, driving home on, I feel like Frodo going into Mount Doom. Speaking of which, I just saw, um, you know, <laughs> I was watching Lord of the Rings yesterday. I was not, uh, Shout out to Four Comics uh, in the live chat, King of the Golden State. Let's get right to it. What are the topics, Ryan Aldo?
1: Well, so like we did last week, we like to do top tens apparently around here. So there's a new, uh, there was a new little blurb. It seemed very interesting. It was the top ten comics that do better digitally than in print. So what do you say? Let's see them. <laughs> well, the first one, yeah, is Giant right. Days? It was broken. Oh, um, well, the first one is what, Giant Days. I don't know much about this book, but
0: uh yeah, so it's not really a top ten list. It's uh, it's just the ten books that sell better digitally than they do uh, regular copies that
1: mm-hmm. you would
3: get. Okay, so they're not the most
0: downloaded. Uh No, they're they're the most bought digitally. Meaning, you know, gotcha. you can buy okay. from Comixology or whatever right, platform. Right, right. So right. they outsell their printed copies simply because. They can market them easier that way, and a lot of times, you know, the the uh, the, the the orderings at LCSs they kind of get under the wash, right? Because the right. big two, DC, Marvel, and even Image, and these books kind of get fell by the wayside. But they still make it up on the digital side, and mm-hmm. you know what? Overhead is less. They don't have to worry about getting distributors and Diamond and everything. They could go directly to the customer or using Comixology or whatever. What's next?
1: Well, the next one is number nine. They said Paper Girls was the nine. You know what?
0: I actually have this. I've heard this is a
1: really, really good story. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, but you can't go wrong. I believe we're going to see Brian K. Vaughn a couple times on this list. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, Yeah, I have
2: this uh, deluxe edition Paper Girls. Everyone says it's really good.
1: The next one uh, was Monstrous. Now, this came out strong when it first came out in print. Um, I know the first issue was selling for quite a bit. I don't know if it fell off or not. I
0: believe there was some talk about it becoming a TV show on one of the streaming services or something. It's another one of those big epic saga. And if you notice, there's a trend here. You know, these are all kind of indie books, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you yeah. know, we got to... You got to give the independent some love. You know what I'm saying? That's right.
3: That's a great looking cover too, though. You know what I mean? That's it really, nice is pretty. get slab and coming back in nine eight, nice colors, stuff like that. Good artwork. Yep. The next one on the list was Archie, the new Archie run here. Mark Wayne. and Fiona Staples. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. I agree with you on that Tim.
0: But look Who's at the it? look at the people on it though. That's Mark Wayne and Fiona Staples. That's 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 mm-hmm. those are heavy hitters right there. Daytime.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up was Wicked and the Divine, or the Wicked and Divine
0: another another indie Uh, title that i've
1: seen uh this one is not image but it's still indie it's uber never heard of it i've seen it on the shelves but i've never read it i guess it's it must be dude uh, that is
0: a gnarly cover (laughs) i know i
1: had to pick this one this was really cool for those
0: who are uh, joining us on podcast it's uh, uber invasion and it's somebody punching hitler and his eyeball popped out of his head
3: yeah, his jaw's going one way, the eyes going the other. There's a giant fist in his head. That's really cool, Harley. <laughs> uh, like Kieran Gillen. Next up was the Wildstorm, Warren
1: Ellis book.
0: That's interesting to me
1: because that's that's a, that's a what, DC were redoing
0: their Wildstorm universe. Remember, mm-hmm. Wildstorm was uh, was that Jim Lee's thing?
1: I think it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah was. They were, you know what? There are some great Wildstorm books, man. I and mean, to this day, Grifter is one of my favorite characters, man.
1: Well, we had a DC book, so let's put the Marvel one up. Uh, Star Wars was next on the list.
0: That's oh, okay. interesting. It, it, you know what? To be
1: fair, it said Star Wars books, so okay.
3: that yeah. includes oh, yeah. Darth Vader. But you know what? And
0: Star Wars books are, do great uh, on uh, regular copies as well, hard copies. You Remember yeah. when Star Wars came out? They's, they're always on the Comic-Con list on the top 10, top 15 books of, of the week.
2: Let me, let me jump in here. So they released a Darth Vader omnibus, but they just announced the Star Wars omnibus by Jason Aaron, which is this reboot. Uh, issues one through like thirty something, and uh, we are looking forward to that. Nice.
1: That's going But I thought last time there's been
2: a Star
0: Wars was? omnibus.
2: What about it? When's
0: the last time there's been a Star Wars omnibus?
2: Well, they recently did the Darth Vader, but before that, they just reprinted uh, the Marvel, all the Marvel comics and the UK comics, so all the '70s stuff. Are and the they dark did the horse Darth
0: ones from like
2: extended no. universe
3: stuff. Or not not an
2: omnibus. They do have hard covers for that, but uh, you know, omnibus is really a Marvel thing and a DC thing.
3: Yeah, Yeah. What I, what I thought was really cool about this, and it's funny because I'm a comic fan, I'm a Star Wars fan, I'm a Star Trek geek, so I'm all these different things, and to think that you don't have to be a Star Wars fan to be a comic book fan and vice versa, so not necessarily all the Star Wars fans are going to their local LC- LCSs on a right. daily basis, you know what I mean? They're just downloading it, reading it, enjoying the content, which is great because it only helps the comic book world. You know? Yeah, because they're actual- Star
0: Wars fans, they don't necessarily even probably stepped into a comic shop before.
3: Right, exactly. So they're able to get it, get the content, get new stories, get different um, views on different characters and stuff like that. So I think that's a very cool uh, aspect mm-hmm. of the uh, yeah, digital comics and Star Wars or books. whatever the hell.
1: Yeah. Now the number two and the number one surprised me because I' pretty sure these are pretty damn popular. Well, I know for a fact they're pretty damn right. popular books. So number two yeah. was The Walking Dead. Actually, no shit. Yeah, yeah. So I found this super surprising. Now, it this article just came out. A few oh, wow. days ago. Uh, so maybe they're considering like issue 140. <laughs> maybe people were buying them. You know, they weren't buying them digitally from the first outset. Right. This issue's been going on for a while. And the last one was really surprising too. Uh, the last one was Saga.
0: Oh, well, Saga, and, come on now.
1: Yeah. But I thought yeah, people were buying what? these books. Uh, I hard think copy a lot books. of the
0: people that are digging indie stuff, you know, they don't necessarily have to have hard copies, and these are all story driven, right? You know, yeah, so however right. they can get it, you know, and Saga is one of those things that are has been organically grown the value of it, and it they uh, Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples both said it'll never be a movie. Unless they gave a name of a random director they really like. Because they're like, no, we're not selling out to whoever. But we'll see when somebody throws a stack of money at them. Well, and
1: didn't I hear recently that they're on a one-year
3: hiatus or longer? Didn't they announce that they're they're taking a break? They're taking a one-year break when the book is very, very popular, which I can't believe. Mm -hmm. You know, about the indie books, I think it's funny because um, with indie books, you don't... I think newer readers, and by what I mean by newer readers, I'm talking about readers who just started in the last 10, 15 years. They don't have like the back issues and stuff like that, so maybe these indie books are great ways for them to get away from the high ender books instead of like the trade paperbacks and stuff like that. So they download them, they read them. I mean, that's just my opinion, my quick thought on that. You know. Yeah. And also, <laughs> if you think about it. It's there's like
0: Jim said. There's not really a lot of uh, even the collected editions are sold out on these because they they don't make that many, right? You think your LCS going to order like a hundred of them? So they're really hard to get. So digitally well, those- it may be the only way to read them
2: the way it works with those with image and those independents they the art the creators have to publish their own collected editions they have to put up the money they have to sell it not like the big two the big two i was talking to jason there and he says they don't he doesn't even know when they uh make an omnibus of his stuff wow. really it just comes out and he's like
3: oh shit <laughs> no, shoot, there's my book you so know actually
0: before we get on to the next subject um speaking of gem and his Gemini's, somebody asked in the, his facebook group did um they thought hey is digital ever going to replace uh mm-hmm. comics and i think for the most part we all said no because i remember 10 years ago that was that whole talk of when digital comics are going to mm-hmm. replace comic books and you know because that was when the comic book industry was starting to flounder a bit remember mm-hmm. and i think like vinyl has made a comeback people want to be able to hold on to things they don't necessarily want a digital copy of something and then variants and all these other things, and the collectible industry is so huge now with you know online store variants to CGC. There's three multiple different grading companies. There's a signing business, but it's still comic book driven because things like if you think about us all talking about Red Goblin, Cosmic Ghostwriter, mm-hmm. uh, you know Batman Who Laughs. Uh, all these things that went to multiple prints because people are buying them up because they're still collectibles. I mean it's funny that vinyl has gotten taken over CDs because people want to appreciate the, you know, the artwork that's on a on a record now, right? Right. I mean, you know, and a CD, like you're gonna have to magnify that shit just to see anything. And when MP3s came out, I can't tell you what the hell an album cover looked like, Mm
1: -hmm. to be honest. True. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, when I first started getting into comic books, I started reading from my iPad. I I downloaded comicsology and that's how I was buying and reading reading books. Um then I got the bug, you know, I wanted to actually hold a book in my hand mm-hmm. to me i mean although the 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 reading like I don't know it's very cinematic, it's a cool way to read a comic, but I f- didn't feel like I owned it. you know what I mean? I didn't have right. anything tangible in my hand, so I actually started buying hard copies, but started reading digitally, so that's my story
0: I think what that list tells us is there's a difference between comic book collectors and comic book readers that's they exactly can both be, be right. the same thing but they can also be very separate, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Comic collectors uh, won't read and some readers don't collect. They just read it.
2: My man, four comics in the chat beat me to it, but I I was going to quote the great Stan Lee and segue into our next topic about digital comics. And he said something along the lines of, sure. I like to look at a pair of boobs, but I'd really (laughs) rather hold them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is true. And the great Stan Lee, that's one of many great sayings he's had. Excelsior, Stan Lee,
3: yeah and with good. that hey yeah. what do
1: we hear today we hear or the other day that this uh, is he's something done with public signings eh?
0: this hey. is kind of something we've been pushing for remember we had our mm-hmm. whole episode where we talked about stanley was getting pulled in multiple directions by by vampires and succubuses and trying to suck the life out of him and we said you know what none of this would go on if he just did private signings and he wasn't dragged across the country and looking haggard and i think the Silicon Valley uh, Comic Con uh, his appearance there really shined a light and just how I
3: watch that video. It drives me insane. It's just
0: how bad he is, and it's like you know what? Hey, I, we're sorry if you don't got a picture with him, but you know, let the man is 95, 96 right. years old. Let him live out his golden years. If you want a book signed, there's a ton of them already signed by him, or get it from a private signing,
3: right? you know, my opinion on this is if you don't have it by now, if you're a collector and you haven't had a chance to meet Stan, you missed the boat. He's 95 years old. He's done it enough. You know, like you can buy a signature on eBay or something like that. But if you haven't had your photo op with him, then, you know, give the man his time That Silicon Valley picture. It drives me insane. I feel so bad for the guy. I remember being at Rhode Island and the facilitator was actually like massaging his hands because his, you know, his, his hands are, you know, just holding the pen for so long. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is absolutely terrible. So well oh, that scumbag Haya, to. Yeah, that scumbag keya
0: morgan uh resting yes. douchebag face himself right. was signing stanley's name at silicon valley comic-con and at a private signing he was telling facilitators hey just leave the book swap with me i'll have him sign it and i'll give it back to you and the facilitators <laughs> are like our whole job is to witness him do this you know and that right. you know that's our reputation at stake so uh, it's good that they finally came out of said and I think desert winds said something about it, and desert winds has a pretty checkered past With Stanley signings and facilitating, you know, all these guys have something that you know It's always shady of some sort this way. It's funny. Todd McFarlane's been doing this for years. He has two uh, Signings a year he'll do signings at comic-cons, but there's no CGC witnesses for him if you want a yellow label you have to wait for his private signings uh, twice a year. I believe one is in like spring and then one is like uh, early in winter where he mm-hmm. just gets a bunch of books, signs them. He gr- he invites a bunch of facilitators to his house. Boom, boom, boom. Knock it out. It's like a $95. Mm-hmm.
3: Perfect. And then oh, the but, price was like, if you want the private signing, it was like around $185 or something like that for the modern books. Yeah, so it's at, up yeah. there. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go up higher. Man. Up. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So be
0: careful what you get signed by Stanley. He's going to yeah. cost you. A penny. Don't be getting. <laughs> and some it's going to look like scribble, sign,
3: but whatever. That's good for Stan. Good for Stan and the people around him, listening to him and saying, Hey, Stan, you know, it's time to pull back, you know, let's take it easy and let's enjoy the rest of the time that you have and just do it this way. And I think that's great. And I'm happy for him. I think over the next year, we're going to see, um, more truth come out to what's going on you
0: yeah. know with all that stuff so stay tuned boys and girls it's going to be crazy what uh, yeah. what's going on what well else next i one? gotta
1: say you know stan lee left behind a legacy at marvel and everything he's done and speaking of legacy looks like there's a show that's going to be uh getting started here up on netflix they're going to cr- be creating it what do you guys know about jupiter's legacy
0: i actually really enjoy jupiter's legacy i am a, good a huge book. mark millar mark i read i have all the issues i started it and fright frank quietly or is it quietly
1: quiet great artist quietly i believe yeah it's super it's you know super i deep, have i'm i have a love-hate relationship with frank quietly because okay. like jupiter's legacy he drew like the, the the pictures or art i should say was more i don't know it was it looked really good it looked action but his fat batman or his, the the stuff he did with uh with um uh grant morrison on nameless it was another image book like he draws these it's like a fat fat I don't know it's weird so he's got two different styles
0: so send all your um, hate mail to MC Hate uh, for fat shaming. Yeah, I love uh, MC Hate. <laughs> add that to his list of shit that you a again. It's if you read about Jupiter's Legacy, it I goes did say on. To be for fair gener- that
1: Jupiter's yeah. Legacy art looked good. It goes about, on for whatever. generations.
0: So basically, Jupiter is the name of one of the, the main heroes, and Legacy. It was going to be called like Jupiter's children or some shit like that but they said legacy instead mm-hmm. so they're basically it's it's a whole take on the way society is more specifically american society and mark millar even said you know i was a huge fan of all American things americana and i had the american flag them all kind of like you remember when, like punk rock kids had like the uh the uk flag the union jack when they were hanging up and you know they were kind of everything british you were into in the 80s he was the same way with the way american culture was and just the way society was and this is his reflection on it. It's a very deep read, uh, and I'm very curious to see how they're going to make it on Netflix because it's pretty freaking violent, too, and it's his his take on American society with superheroes in it and how they kind of ended crime, but then the children kind of lead up. It's it's really it's it's really one of those things where I was like, I would love to see this be made into a series. There's no way you could cram it into a movie, and it looks like it's going to be a series, and guess who's working on it? It's going to be uh, Steven Denight from nice. season one of daredevil and cool. he also did the pacific rim sequel so i'm really getting started man i'm telling you netflix got that mark millar stuff they got that rob liefeld stuff so yeah. one out of two ain't bad Hold well, on, uh, before I, mean. I don't think
2: this is on the uh agenda but speaking of netflix i heard that uh uh ant-man and the wasp is going to be the last marvel movie to go on netflix oh, really
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so Captain Marvel will be the first one to go um, on their new streaming service
1: Mm, and Avengers
0: 4. So that means bye-bye everything because 2019 is when the Disney streaming service is going to launch and we already know what they're going to do. So, you know, this is like this is the new war now. Before they had a war with Comcast, the new Mm -hmm. war is Netflix. That's why Disney is acquiring all this stuff. And that's why Netflix is gobbling up all these. Comic book
1: properties because they're losing Marvel.
3: Right, right. That makes sense though. Definitely forward thinking. And and that's also a big uh,
1: yeah, for sure. I agree. And that's also, I mean, Mark Millar has an entire universe. So that that's it's it's essentially like a Marvel. I mean, it's obviously not, but it's right universally it's got its own, you know, there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of things they can do. It's called the
0: Malar and a lot of reason. great
1: books. I mean, a lot of great Huck
3: was good. I don't know if you guys read that. I enjoy it. It was super enjoyable. super good. Super no, superior. Um, throw this out to you guys. I am. I don't know much about Jupiter. I'll be honest with you. I've never read it. I don't know it. Either. Right. So gem, are you, you and me are in the same boat. Are you going to yeah. wait for it to come out on Netflix? Or are you going to read it before? And then I'll see what Tim and uh, Ryan think about that.
2: So the problem with me is I have such a big backlog of stuff to read. You know, okay. it, it depends if it came across. Like right now, you know, I only really mess with collected editions. Right. And I'm, I'm not familiar with any kind of like deluxe edition or anything for that. So, okay, you know, and I'm not really a big TV guy either. So I okay. don't know if it's ever going to cross the empire here, you know?
3: All right. I, I don't know. What do you let me ask you guys? What's your advice to a guy like me who enjoys comics, who enjoys the show? Should I read it and then watch it, or where do you think I should go with this, Tim and Ryan? That's a
0: tough one, man, yeah. because you know there's people. It's like The Walking Dead: people who watch yep. the show never read the books, and some oh, of them man. get disappointed. You know, well, Game of Thrones. Also, you can say the same thing, right? Yeah,
1: Game of Thrones. I didn't ever read the books, but from what I'm hearing, it was very close to what the books were. On the other side, Walking, seven, Walking Dead was very different. I mean, there were a few episodes that paralleled, but for the most part, it was very different. So uh, who knows how they're going to do it. You know, you could be reading something that's regurgitated or you could get a completely new spin on a story. Read the original
0: uh, Jupiter's Legacy run because there was a Jupiter's Legacy 2 that came out. That uh, that it continues on with the kids on it. Read the first yep. one. It's, they're both miniseries, essentially. I think okay. the first one only like four or five issues. But read that, okay.
3: all, right. all right, and then go
0: from there because you might be like, God damn,
3: this is good. Let me continue reading okay. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, no, no, I'll take that. See, that's a good starting point for a guy like me. You know what I mean? So I think that's a great starting point. I'll take that under advice. I want and everybody to read it, so you guys will buy it, so my issues to be worth more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think you. Uh, I think the answer is you always want to read the original source material, right? It's always better with any book or any novel or I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, See, no, I have read no, I,
0: Ready I Player know. One and I thought, yep. you know, both I thought the movie did the book justice.
1: I
3: well, want to read that book. Uh, that movie book was, was so amazing. awesome. I hope I, you're not, know, we're getting off to if I yeah. get to talk, talk about Ready Player One, but I think <laughs> they were almost like two stories about the same thing. Uh-huh. And I don't know, Tim, if you agree with me, but the book is so in depth. The movie was good for its time, it was good, it showed itself if they're just two great stories that you can really appreciate both of them, I think. Yeah.
0: Because anytime really you have a reality. book and narration, you can get much more in depth and detailed. Mm-hmm. Whereas a movie, yeah. you kind of have to do visually catch mm-hmm. everything. And there's so much you can tell within a two and a half hour period right, or two right. hours whatever long it is. But yeah, I can't wait to see it again. I'm waiting for the 4k Blu-ray before I watch it again.
1: Now, uh, my son said that he heard that they're possibly writing another book. Is that true? I and if that's if true, will they be doing a sequel? I haven't heard. Yeah, I mean, her. they could, it's left, it was left kind of open for interpretation of mm-hmm. what they could do. Right. But Ernie I
0: wouldn't I like to see I wouldn't, he did Armada. Season.
3: Right. But I don't think Armada is the same storyline, the same timeline or anything like that. That was another yeah. book by Ernest Klein. That's getting, that could get good reviews, but I don't know about that. They, they left it well and open. So who knows? Yeah. Well, either way, go out and
1: see it kids. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree. Uh, it's fantastic. You can rent it on, uh, Amazon prime for three ninety nine, I think. So, check it out well it's
0: gonna be out on blu-ray in Lux. Uh, it is i already August bought 14th. it
1: oh is it already out right? <laughs> yep. Oh
3: shoot.
0: okay i'm waiting actually for uh avengers uh infinity war to come out so i can buy them both at the same
1: time yes sir so speaking uh, of i oh, go ahead i was John. gonna
2: introduce this one because okay, uh, I'm, on I'm on a valiant kick man <laughs> and, I, and me and manimal are reading every single valiant deluxe edition so uh they're making a bloodshot movie ven diesel is bloodshot okay and uh the uh Well, I guess the announcement was made on Twitter by the ex-Valiant CEO. That's weird. That's where the announcement came from. But either way.
0: It it just started production. And and what's interesting is, to me, that this is Sony and Valiant, knowing that Sony also has properties with Spider-Man. And I don't know if anybody watched that. Awful fucking drivel! That was uh, ninjack versus the Valiant Universe was basically porn uh, that with that Dude,
1: first of all, that uh, was done by by what was it, bat, bat in the sun. And so the those sun are the people. Those are the people that do that superhero throwdown. So and it, superhero looked, it, looked, it looked like a really version cool. of that.
2: So hold uh, on, superhero beatdown looks really good. Like they're like Wolverine versus Predator. Like that stuff looks good. But then right. I saw the preview for this short movie they're making for Power Rangers versus Street Fighter. And it was looking like some cosplay shit, man. It was looking whack as hell.
0: I think, yeah, I think that was a misstep to make the ninjack versus the Valiant Universe because that was like now. Hopefully, people won't be like, uh, you know, wow, we hope Bloodshot's gonna look because you know what?
3: Yeah, I hope do it doesn't turn people off.
0: You can do <laughs> a lot of speculation. I got three of them. I got one is the glossy one, and one is the whatever man. There's multiple co- versions of that issue, which is the first appearance of Bloodshot. Um, and it's funny is. The the member this valiant got they fired the CEO and then they got some new cats to take it over but Mm -hmm. the ex CEO is the one that made the announcement that they're starting um, uh, production on Mm -hmm. it and you know kind of Vin Diesel is kind of like the perfect guy to play this character because he's just kind of really kind of monotone and kind of action and I am
3: bloodshot
2: he lives (laughs) like a quarter mile (laughs) at a time right so I
3: more comic movies the better right. (laughs) <laughs> right, so what's funny about this is because when Valiant and Image were both coming out, I was buy- both buying those books off the rack. So with the Image books, you're getting great, great, great uh, overdone superheroes and stuff like that, but you're getting no story. With the Valiant, you're getting decent artistry with you know great stories that you have to dig into, and it takes time to get started. So I, I like this bloodshot idea. I think it's really cool. I wish this ninjack thing would have gone even better. I'm a huge fan of those books, the Valiant books. I think Vin, Vin Diesel was cool until like the rock came along and kicked him off fast enough <laughs> period. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Vin Diesel needs something like this. I think he'll be good for this. Uh I'm kind Triple of excited. Thunder, baby. So yeah, exactly. Thunder. There was something else that I enjoyed him in.
0: Something like that. But hey, what? Uh, um if he rocks this shit, this can be his his vehicle. You know what
3: I mean? He can make yes, This could be his Tony, his this is his Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. To Iron Man. You know, yeah. if he but, but you
2: know Do you think it's gonna get to that level? Because I don't. No, I don't think so.
3: But again, we can hope, right? You can hope. Okay. <laughs> hope what was
0: that uh, that little franchise Vin Diesel had where uh, he had the he could see in the dark and shit? man? Oh, they made oh um,
3: no! Yes, Riddick Chronicles of Riddick. It, no yeah. man, they made. Yes, two that was a good series. Pitch Black, Black was a good movie.
0: I enjoyed that. I Fitch saw Black it was really, I really enjoyed uh, the, that. The other one was kind of a. I was a kind of out there man.
2: Yeah, yeah the whole the Chronicles movie, thing. But, yeah, Chronicle of Riddick. I've never seen any of them. Oh, geez,
3: Jeff, you're too young. That's too why. It's good, man. It's a nice little space horror film, you know. That's and decent, you know, yeah. they, of course, nothing, anytime, yeah.
0: Anytime they make money, they got to make a sequel, and the sequel. Nothing uh, is,
2: Nothing's better than Vin Diesel's Street Shark commercial. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't
1: know. Or why.
2: how
0: to learn learn how to break and pop with Vin Diesel starring could, <laughs> Hey,
1: man, he had a good role in Saving Private Ryan too. That's right.
0: <laughs> you know point, what? Good point. Enough. Uh, before Saving Private Ryan, which is his first big role, he was known as a director and he made his own film and that's how he got, that's how he was found. He was making like the Sundance uh, film festivals and whatnot and he had a little, he had a little short film that he was trying to sell and Steven Spielberg says, hey, let me put you in uh, Saving Private Uh, Ryan you say a few
1: things and die. And let's not forget Iron Giant. Ah, Iron
0: Giant, there you go. All time, man. My favorite's all time. What's next, Ryan?
1: Hey, For somebody who runs so fast, this shit has been coming on so slow. They finally (laughs) got a flash production announcement.
0: Get out of town. I tell you. So what the the question is, is, um, which flash are we going to get? The story has been that they decided to scrap the flashpoint story and go with a different flashpoint story. Um, well, the good news is it's going to be directed by the guys who directed Spider-Man homecoming. Uh, The bad news is if it's directed by the guys who also did game night, which are the same two guys, uh, I saw game night. I thought it was a little weird, man. I I didn't really, I didn't really dig it all. It was that weird movie with Jason Bateman where yeah, I actually just saw that the other night. Yeah. It's kind of weird, man. It's kind of out there, man, but you know, a little uh, twisted. Yeah. So they're fine. Remember they went through multiple directors, multiple things. Um, So it says here, the flash will start a project a mere month after birds of prey. So birds of prey is actually coming out before the flash. And a lot of people speculated that the flash would be the point where they can actually erase uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, right? right. <laughs> um, using Flashpoint, they could get a new Batman actor in there. And from there was also noise that they're not going to do a Flashpoint and something else. So you know what? We never know. All we know is the next movie that's coming out is Aquaman on December 21st. Right. So...
1: There's that. Until I mean, then, we know that Shazam the Joker, is coming out There's too. the
0: Birds of Prey. There's all kinds of other stuff, and something else.
1: Supergirl, baby. Yeah, it's what Supergirl. What do you think about this? Now, when I heard this news, I went out. Now I know that Action 252 just got ridiculous when the TV show came out, right? right. But I think uh, if this if this is true and this moves forward, I think that we're going to see a resurgence in that book, man. Because so movies what... are bigger than TV. I think when it comes yeah, to pushing that's book interesting.
0: values. Because we don't know it's in the early development stage. Mm-hmm. We don't know who's playing Supergirl. We do know there's already a Kara in the Arrowverse. I guess you can call it. Yep. was well, it's not even the Arrowverse. Remember, she started on CBS. Right, they right. canceled it. And CW brought it That's back much and much put her energy. into the Arrowverse. So what it's like Marvel never does this where they cast right. multiples, right? So now we have we could potentially have two flashes right. and two super girls and we may have two cyborgs depending on how teen titans plays out because I'm there's also going to be it. a cyborg You're not feeling fan. it jim
2: no nah, i hate no. that man i hate multiple flashes like dang you couldn't give the guy from the show a movie he put in how right. many seasons for y'all like damn
3: yeah no i, I believe that's kind of tight i i do enjoy for flash what scares me is all these directors too many people coming in and out that mm-hmm. makes me really really nervous um i have a buddy of mine i'm going to drop his name his name is Unimatrix mono and uh, he a is a hater of all new movies, right? But he's watched <laughs> Justice League a bunch of times because he's always trying to find his better points of it. But he actually likes the flash in it. So I'm like, okay. Ah. So I listened to what he has to say. We're going back and forth. We have good banter. Uh, but I like the idea of the Supergirl. Um, I think it's a good marketing move because mm-hmm. you're going to bring, you know, now you've got, you know, you got your, your you know, the, all the young boys and their dads. You want to see it. And now you've got a, you know, a good superheroine like Captain Marvel. I think this is their counter to, you know, Captain Marvel and stuff like that. Uh, when they do the movie i don't know if i'm interested in too much of a backstory about how krypton blows up and stuff like that right hope they get to it quickly um but i mean like i've got a young daughter i'm sure she's gonna be excited to see it we'll, i will probably it's got to be really really bad for me to hate it but i might you know yes. i'm gonna so, give a so shit. for those that don't know there was a supergirl movie uh right around the christopher reeves
0: era which yes. you know i still remember the gals face to this very day Uh, It wasn't horrible, but it was kind of weird. And for those who don't know the backstory of Supergirl, she was left Krypton at the same time uh, Kal-El did. But something happened and she got booted off course and she landed on Earth years and years later to where she was actually older than Kal-El when she was sent to Earth to look out after Superman. But for somehow, she straight off course, and she ended up in, it's I don't know, some time warp or anything, where she landed on Earth, and Clark Kent was actually older than her Mm -hmm. at this point, what she was actually saying. So it would be interesting how they do that, Mm -hmm. because to me, it was like, the way I would like to see it, let's have that Superman sequel, Man of Steel 2, or whatever it is, and let's introduce her in there, as opposed to doing it, you know what I mean?
3: Mm -hmm. That's a good move, then you can see who get the reaction yeah, kind of all right you no
0: know, it's it's dc's mo that's the way they're doing things well, i'd rather if i had my character
3: yeah if i had my druthers
1: do you remember the animated uh superman was it was it superman apocalypse or batman apocalypse superman versus batman apocalypse or something apocalypse yeah, 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 yeah. where yeah. uh supergirl gets turned by dark side right okay. so Gender we've R- already got <laughs> we've already got uh dark side being oh, right. built in the universe so that would be kind of cool you know introduce her damn, into that show that kind of story
0: she's pretty damn powerful too i mean yeah. isn't power girl some uh, kryptonian too she's no, she
2: is power girl right she, yeah it's
0: she, a clone, it's,
1: right? I, I think she's from a different earth she's like earth yeah, two, yeah, earth, earth, yeah, cool cool. The yeah. who
0: the hell is power girl man? power is girl Super- is
1: Kara is uh superman's cousin
2: Right, from a different Earth too.
0: But it's a from movie. a different point, a different is, Earth.
1: Yeah, I think Supergirl. it's Earth
3: 2. I don't know. Too many crises on, are they on t-
0: Infinite Earths, man. Are they that's
3: talking about? What next. The death of Supergirl and Crisis of Infinite Earth was like the first time. I'm going to get soft on you guys. It's like the first time I ever cried during a comic book. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: it's a, right a hell of a cover, you know,
3: too. Yeah, like
0: it's right I kind of cover with Superman holding his cousin
1: in his arms right there, man. Iconic, I I, well, I
0: teared cover. up on uh, X-Men 137 when Phoenix died right in front of yeah. Scott Summers, man. That was my, uh, <laughs> that's my guy. That'll be another episode, uh, our our emotions episode, where we just tear yeah. up and tell you all our the saddest in <laughs> history.
1: What's next? So villains, villains, villains. We got news about a villain on the Birds of Prey movie. Interesting.
0: People, have, you know what? Where is it? I have it. It's, Who's got it? I have it, damn it. It's a nine I have a nine six BBCS and the first appearance of Black Mass and everybody's always said Black Mass is a great Batman villain. Well, he's gonna be in a movie just not a Batman movie. <laughs> right. Not a right. Batman ancillary, uh, Roman got Sionis.
1: Quinn. Yeah.
0: So that's still pretty cool though. He's one of the cooler Batman villains. He's been in some of the animated films. Mm -hmm. Uh, the last one I saw, I think he was even in that bat crazy Batman anime film too, which was really Mm -hmm. weird by the way. Uh, if you haven't seen Batman Ninja, yo, they throw, they threw every anime stereotype at that particular movie. So there's ninjas, there's giant mecha. There's all kinds of crap, and it. it is really weird, man. I was hoping it would be better, but Batman Ninja, for those who haven't seen it yet, it's available now. Check out my review. I reviewed it. It, it is kind of weird, but Black Mask is one of those cool characters, mm-hmm. man. So, uh, what, do you, what do you guys think? Is, I mean, should he be in a Batman film, or is it okay to be a villain on nah, a, okay to be a like,
2: what, yeah. He's not a villain, like a super villain, right? Yeah. What
1: is his thing? He's, he's a gangster. He's got his mask, you know, I think he's got a mind control. Okay. Are any of
0: Batman's villains really supervillains, though? They they're well, not yeah powered, right,
2: right. Ones, right. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't and, get all excited about Black Mask. I mean, he's like a video game villain. That's like his thing, right?
3: Well, yeah, but what, what else I, is there for the Birds of Prey? Why well, is there I, a
2: Birds I, of Prey movie to begin
3: with? Well, these okay. So the books now are getting <laughs> a little hot. All these different books and stuff like that. So when this came out, I was like, when I when this news broke, I don't own a copy of it. Ryan, how many books copies are you sitting on? Two? 2, Two Right. Tim's got one. I don't have any. You um, I know. I, was, I know. Well, here's what happened: is I went on eBay and I looked at a nine eight, and the thing was already at four ninety nine. So Holy I'm like, cow. Cow. I don't know if I need a nine eight at this book because you don't know what's going to happen. And or best offer. I Let's be fair. Or there or was best a best offer, offer, you know. So I don't know what the guy would <laughs> give it to you at, you know. But you got uh, fifteen. You got fifteen, 15 bucks on shipping, though. So yes, that's <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. So always you know, here a hidden for all you boys and girls out there that are newer collecting are the Geminids and do statues, of omnibuses. Flip first appearances of
3: villains before the movie comes out. True. Yeah. Except for Thanos. So, <laughs> so if, if this is a good villain, right? Well, first of all, he reminds me of the GIMP from Pulp Fiction, so I have a hard time. Oh, no. He doesn't it. needs so, a red ball the in mouth, right? Yeah, exactly. So this villain to me, I don't really know if I'm that into it. I didn't really, I wasn't reading Batman at the time, but I mean, I'll take everybody's word that it's going to be a strong villain. It's going to be good. I like the characters that are going to be he's in a, this, He's so. a
1: gangster. He's a thug. He's, all right.
3: It's I mean, they,
1: they, you know, they did a, I think he was on Gotham for like a minute and I really? like what okay. they did with him. It, it was all right. But if you think about it,
0: all of Batman's villains are gangsters. The penguin Pretty has much. his penguinites, you know, yeah. I mean, they're all kind of these kind of gangsters from Gotham. They just happen to be wearing costumes right. and they don't really have powers. They just got, henchman and that's it. I mean Bane maybe is the one that's superpower. powered. Raza mm-hmm, got right. you know living forever or whatnot, but I mean it's it's not like we're because you know, we can't go we, we did it with Batman versus Spider Man's Rogues galleries. Spider-Man's rogues galleries are powered mm-hmm. right for the most part. Either enhanced or there's too. Yeah, yeah. But I mean for Batman for the most part, he is a street yeah. level uh villain so our superhero so his his arch enemies, his nemesis, his rogues gallery have to be the same power set as where he uses detective skills to beat them mentally as well as physically with Batman ninja throwing stars and Ben Affleck or whatever the hell is going to be. So, and then you got you know the Joker that's coming out. So, like the Joker, what is his power?
1: None. insanity crazy insanity. insanity yeah pretty nah, much it's not, like he's, it's not like he's benching and doing shrugs he's always right. skinny as hell and right. you know in the comments so,
0: he always gets right. batman a fight his
1: superpower is that he doesn't give a fuck right right and
3: he's utterly insane <laughs> right. you know so that that takes it to another level you right. know he's tapped his brain power more than anybody
1: man from bean
0: right. town on youtube says if we're talking batman i would like to see a good Yes. Riddler on the big screen. man from Bean
1: Town. Yes, I've been. Yeah, that's yep. praying for a Riddler.
0: The original Batman films kind of put a weird space in your head of like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Mister Freeze. Yep, <sighs> and uh, fucking what's his name? Jim, Jim Carrey Carey as the Riddler. Yeah, right? I thought he or did well. He thought he did a good job. if you think about the Riddler, right? Right. Yeah, yeah but they
1: did. But, like cool, but I'd, I'd like to see a Riddler. I'd like to see a Riddler more like the Riddler in the Arkham asylum games right. okay like that kind of longer I like see i always thought like johnny arkham depp would be perfect games. for the riddler like that jack jack sparrow kind of weird long hair kind of creepy riddler that you get from well not that he was jack sparrow but from right. the arkham night games those those i don't know that's what i want you
0: know who's crazy in the arkham games is the um the crazy dude that kicks on calling you on the phone the serial killer yeah who, who, is,
1: who uh, is that? as i think Zaz. Yeah, Victor Zazz. Yeah,
0: Victor Zazz. He is nuts in that game. And every time I was trying to get to that damn phone, I would die,
3: man, because you had to go across the whole freaking Mm -hmm. city. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I love the Batman. Fun game, fun game. game. I don't know if I'm in the minority on this, but in Gotham, I did like their version of Mr. Freeze. I thought he was a good rendition, because you don't see a lot of, well, other than Arnold, I shouldn't say that, and then whatever. So you do have three renditions of Mr. Freeze. The uh, uh,
1: The best Mr. Freeze was on the Batman animated cartoon Yes. Yeah, it was that episode, the Mister Freeze episode, yeah. where you get the whole story. That was probably one of the best Batman sh- episodes ever. Ever. Yep. I agree
2: with you on that. Right. That whole series is
0: coming oh, out on Blu-ray. I, right I
1: now. already got my really? copy. Yeah. Prepaid. Pre-paid oh, isn't that like
0: the the mega mega like yeah. every single episode of what the Batman animated? It's series
1: the Batman animated. Yep. Batman animated, and I think it might continue didn't it change into like Batman and Robin or something like that
2: the adventures of Batman and something Robin like or something like that some so it probably yeah, has that really in it too season 4 and it has a kind of a little bit of a different art style it's very similar but it looks mm-hmm. a little different nice. all right
1: Ryan what's so next so next up we have some star wars news um there seems well, actually, to be a little bit of
2: thing, uh what are we going to
0: do
3: with the auto thing
0: oh, oh, yeah.
1: oh yeah okay well there's transformers <laughs> news
3: Yes, there's huge Transformers news. <laughs> so, this is great. <laughs> I don't,
0: why don't you kick this off? Because I have an an uh, 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 interesting anecdote about this movie.
3: But right. Go ahead. So, just so you guys know, today is actually the 32nd year. This is the 32nd anniversary of when the start the Transformers movie came out on the big screen. Okay, this movie came out um, 32 years ago, and I actually saw it on VHS. And I'm going to sound dating myself when I saw it, but I picked it up at the video store. And the first 12 minutes of this animated show movie will absolutely blow you away. <laughs> this is a great great rendition. You have Leonard Nimoy that played uh, Megatron and Galvatron. Peter Orson Cullen. Wilson. fucking Wells, dude, as Omnicron. Yes, Wells plays Omnicron. Orson fucking Wells. Yes. Yes. You're
0: talking Peter. Citizen Kane. We're talking fucking... Yeah, uh, so
3: to get him to do this is just unbelievable. You know, you have Peter Cullen that played Optimus Prime, and they just said that um, they're re-releasing it, re-releasing it on the big screen. September twenty seventh. You can go on. I think it's um, you can just Google it and find out where it's playing in your local movie theater. It's digitally remastered. It's completely redone, and you'll get to see the whole thing. You'll get to see um, how big Unicron is. And if you watch this, and after the first fifteen minutes, and if you say it's whack, you can give me all the thumbs down you want because this is a really kick ass. It actually is got. really good. The, the animation style Bounce. was
0: top notch
3: yeah. at its it style.
2: They they came out with the Blu-ray last year though. Is it different from the Blu-ray version?
3: No, no, it's the same. It's it's the Blu-ray version. It's the same movie, but um, on the big screen, digitally remastered with the sound and stuff like that, and all the effects and everything like that. So so. Let me tell you, boys and girls,
0: something, man. Your boy TiVo, uh, probably in the early two thousands. Um, I bought this on DVD off ebay i have the canadian version of the dvd that has the theatrical mm-hmm. original theatrical release of the one curse word that was said in it it was said by what's his name he goes oh shit that get out of here on the <laughs> i i was gonna bring it but i'll i'll put it on instagram i actually still have it it was yeah. released only in canada could you get the version where there's a curse word in it in really? the u.s really what, profanity. The curse word. It was the, what was the name of the kid that hung out with bumblebee he was an adult in the movie What's the name? Yes,
3: Skippy yes. Scott I, or I, I, some I, I, shit.
0: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's a scene yeah. where something's crashing down. And he goes,
3: "Oh shit!"
0: So they run right. on the on the cartoon on the DVD. But well, it was in the theatrical release. That's
1: why oh, I'd be wow. curious to
3: see if it's in the theatrical release. That's just one of those little odd things. So gotta look for the Canadian release of the DVD.
1: Those damn Canadians.
3: What's and also they also are gonna plug. I think in the beginning or the end, you're gonna see a lot of the new reboot to the Bumblebee movies the new Bumblebee movie of that and stuff like that so you know if you can't tell by being on Lords of the Long Box or Three Men in the Basement I'm a huge Transformers fan, I'm a huge bot fan and in this movie you've got the Dinobots, you've got the Constructicons, you've got this is a great thing and then to lead into this new thing I hope this new Bumblebee movie goes well and you keep the Transformers and Hasbro still going because these are things that should be seen on the big screen. I don't what know I want
1: to know is where are the Autobots? <laughs> I don't know, they're not in the live
0: chat, my Autobots are That's disappointing the Autobots so one thing That's about the, the- um, the new Bumblebee film is they saying they're leaving the kind of uh, Michael Bay bombastic world of Transformers and there was even word that they're going at what we kind of alluded to earlier the Iron Giant part where it's a story about a girl and her robot which mm-hmm. I you know what I wouldn't mind man I seen the trailers and there was some leading to where they can do that kind of the old you know kind of you know a more emotional story mm-hmm. as opposed to Michael Bay just making Transformers overly uh, uh, you know transformable like dude it not <laughs> never take them that long to transform they don't you know yeah, they're, they're, not, they're, not
3: they're not right. just give and me the, that goddamn dude that shoots out the cassette tape that turns into a bird i'm happy sound wave oh, sound wave and actually, i think actually tim you know the fact that you said that the iron giant the poster there's two different posters and the iron giant movie poster and the new bumblebee poster uh for those of you guys uh listening to us um you know through audio they're very very similar so you can probably yeah. google it and check it out so the posters kind of look the same which it's is the really, one where really cool,
0: you have so. be there it's a back shot of him and the girl and the movie, movie takes place yeah. in the 80s too so i mean you know it's got that whole nostalgia feel
3: to it so yeah yeah hopefully
0: they do it right you know and you know give a race all that horrible michael bay
3: shit you know oh you my know. god <laughs> but you know it's uh, so i hope you guys go see it it's only out mm-hmm. for one night you know hit me up on instagram after that i'm going to be plugging it so we go, so I'm looking forward to it. So I hope you guys all get to see it. Thank I you.
0: Go, know. go see Omnicron and cry your heart out when uh, spoiler alert! But Oof. Optimus Prime dies in it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think it's Oof. safe to
0: say it. you can't say spoiler for a film that came out thirty some, 30, thirty years seven, ago. Right? Right?
1: <laughs> well, hey, uh, this is no spoilers because it hasn't been made yet. But we got some a rumor for uh, John Favreau's Star Wars TV show. Yeah, man. Rise I'm of the Mandalorians. Wow. Man. So Just there's look two, at this.
0: Oh. There's, two, there's two stories about this. Uh one um is that it may be based on the rumor is that it's going to be based on the rise and the fall of the Mandalorians. So if you've been watching anything about the Star Wars Rebels or Star Wars Clone Wars or Star Wars the prequels or fucking boba fett, anything you should know the Mandalorians are badass warrior race in a Civil War Essentially, brought the end of Mandalore, right? And this is the rise and fall of Mandalore. And also, John Favreau is producing it, and they said that it's going to be ten million dollars an episode. Yeah, essentially, hundred 100 million. million dollars. Wow, a hundred million. 100 that million. is the same price as the Game of Thrones last season. That's Oof. the production values that they're throwing at this for the Disney streaming service that's nice. coming out. So
1: well, they can take my money.
0: Yep,
3: just There you go.
0: You have so many stories of Mandalorians, and and if we talk about recent lore, so we can go to um, we can talk about in Rebels the one the one girl is a Mandalorian. We can go back to Rogue One where they bring up the black saber, which is the the black kind of energy sword that the Mandalorians use are uh, strong enough to fight a Jedi's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's not bad they're basically a warrior race so to oh. tell the story the rise and fall the mandalorians oh. that would be badass because you know what if you go to any comic convention any show gem small smalls ryan Otto, you see them people will dress up in the 501st
1: oh yeah it'll yeah. be
0: a whole subset of just mandalorians and their yeah. type of armor the helmet well and some of the best
1: episodes of clone wars was the death watch stuff Yes, absolutely. You the Death Watch stuff was really, really well, good. well.
0: Same like in Rebels, they actually went back yeah. to Mandalore, and then she yeah. essentially became
3: the leader of the Mandalorians. Yeah, and then in, in Rebels, right, him there was like the, the they had she became there was like the mother was involved, like correct. And then they had to go back. It was like the whole civil war kind of thing was well, still going on. That's there was a tie like,
0: between Rebels that ties in of Rogue One. She wields the black saber and yes. Rebels, and then right. remember. So when
3: um I'm gonna go back and watch this. Yeah, if you
0: watch Rogue One when they go through all the plans and they go there's one that says whatever Stardust is her name and she yep. goes flips do it. One is called St- um Black Saber, and they're thinking that has some clue to the Mandalorian. So it's uh, and let's not forget
1: that we saw the uh red Mandalorian suit in Han Solo movie. Yes. Yeah. You know? No,
0: I mean you know, and Boba Fett, of course, is the famous Mandalorian, but this would be both these would obviously take place before Star Wars, because mm-hmm. Boba Fett is kind of the last of his kind. He's well, a, a real, a real Star Wars fan
1: really. would say it would take place before the Battle of Yavin. That's how you would really. Talk, Tim. So well, let's, let's use correct take, terminology. It would take
0: place before the prequels too, because <laughs> Boba Fett was in the prequels, and Mandalorians weren't really, you know, kind of widely I known just, I just
1: it. remember reading Star Wars books, and at the beginning, it would have like the whole timeline of all the where the books fell in, and it would say like 350. Yeah, everything you know, was battle. Yeah, and that was yeah, like right. the
0: before Christ. Right. That was like the 80 B.C. kind yep, of timeline.
1: Yep. Battle, yeah, yeah. We're explaining
0: Jen since you hates Star Wars.
2: <laughs> yeah, you guys are nerding out right now. I don't even <laughs>
1: Can't help it, man. It's Star Wars. It. All right. We well, let's get back on the track. First then.
0: scene of Star Wars, man. The first scene of Star Wars. All so. right. Well, this well, is something
1: yeah. Jem could talk about. So there has been a ton of news the last couple of days. Will he, won't they, scripts, Batista leaving. What's going on but, uh, with James Gunn, man? So oh, I'm, I'm hearing. Right so- about?
2: some crazy shit now that DC or Warner brothers was eyeballing him to be a director. And now, uh, Disney doesn't want to let him go. And then there's some contract, uh, involved. Is that what we're
3: at? Yeah. 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 This is free yeah. agency. Oh. Is best, right. I mean, it is. so what
0: it is, is there, they've already fired him. There's no unfiring him, but because there's contracts involved, it's a lot more complicated than people think. And, and other studios really can't come out and say it since he's under contract. But the rumor is that multiple studios want a piece of him. DC straight up said we'll take him. So what's interesting is like you know, online there's this vitriol between fanboys, right? DC fanboys versus Marvel fanboys. We all see it, right? Mm-hmm. And right. so when this happened with James Gunn, all the DC fanboys so we told you he was garbage, blah 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 blah. But it's funny if he came to do, let's say, uh. I don't know. A Green Lantern core movie sounds absolutely perfect for James huh. Gunn. Yeah. Um, you know, DC fanboys would be like, "Well, welcome aboard, James Gunn." <laughs> so, what I the gleaming the, there's like competing articles out right now. One was they're gonna hire this. This is was uh, was not gonna or uh, excuse me was not gonna use a script, and they're. And then they're gonna not rehire him. They're gonna rehire him. So let's uh, let, what we like to do here is what we call the anatomy of a rumor, and clickbait debunk. One, they're not gonna rehire him. Just get that out of your mind. Two, they are using this script because it's already been written. It's already been done. The movie would get delayed to push back way too far if they had to get a new screenwriter. They did it with Ant Man, where Edgar Wright got rid of, and they still kept kept the script and they worked off of that. They could uh Peter uh, James Gunn was so far into the script he was ready for filming and production so they could use his entire script and just tweak it a little bit and just get a different director so the next rumor is that in order to get rid of him they have to do certain things contractually and then when Disney got wind of other studios wanted to take him Disney was afraid that we would never get him back so let's keep it where it is now you're off guard gardens of the galaxy but it's get him in to do a phase four property.
3: Fantastic. Guardians four? galaxy
0: mm-hmm. Three may probably be the last guardians movie. You know, they don't typically do four of, a, of anything. Right. But the phase four, you know, you got plenty of different things you could do. It immediately comes to mind is Nova. We get a Dick well, Ryder movie.
1: This is the article that I was reading mentioned how into the cosmic side of things he was. So mm-hmm. I, I was thinking fantastic four.
0: Yeah, wow. but, you know, I I think they have already got plans for that because I think that's the first family of Marvel and that they would go a different direction. I don't think his aesthetic would match the FF. You know what I mean? You would need somebody really kind of sciencey kind of here's my ultimate dream is to get Steven Spielberg to do a fantastic. That movie.
1: would be cool. Yeah, I changed my mind. Yeah school
0: right. <laughs> said i would never do a comic movie but so did uh, uh yeah but Spielberg Foster said kind
1: of... ready player one was pretty comic booky i mean cool. i know it was yeah, video yeah. games day, it, it was video games it, but it was it was that genre for sure you so. know yeah, what's never
0: crazy Otto will tell you this, the book has even more comic book references that they couldn't throw oh. in the movie because most of them belong to Marvel. So yeah. you know, and it's a WB movie. So there's even more and more references that I was amazed that they could even put on the screen. Like they would drop certain like uh, Peter Parker or The Incredible Hulk and, and, and just say it. But I what they're saying is Marvel's like, hey, James, you we already fired you. We're gonna just keep you out of the spotlight for a while back and do phase four in two or three years. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if another studio were to pick him up, they would have the same backlash as, as as Disney would have of re-signing him. And whether you agree with what they did or not, firing him or hiring him, whether you agree what what his tweets were offensive or non-offensive, Marvel set the precedent when they fired Roseanne Barr for saying the jokes that she did. It was the same vain that what james gunn did whatever your opinion was it wasn't as offensive or was it more offensive it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. roseanne Barr was a donald trump supporter they fired her and so donald trump supporters mostly fox news and the alt-right um podcasts or the websites like breitbart that were really the ones that got kind of tricked james gunn and found these tweets they will come after him and say look you fired Roseanne Barr, who is a staunch Donald Trump supporter, yet you didn't fire James Gunn, who is an openly critical person of Donald Trump. Disney just wants to stay out of that whole political argument. And from a company standpoint, it makes sense to me. to right. go at it. It's been done. Right. Let it let it, you know, sweep it away, because mm-hmm. I tell you what, everybody in Hollywood gets a second chance right everybody right. people That's forget right. you know except for josh trank who did the fantastic four <laughs> movie i don't know where really <laughs> been, but everybody else gets a second chance robert Downey, Jr. Uh, we can go down we've talked about ad nauseum online right all the people who've gotten second chances, but you know what it always takes it takes time time heals right. all wounds no it matter does. what you do i mean I think Jen was talking about, you know, Robert Downey Jr. was found in a bed with some kids or something <laughs> or other.
1: In a, in a crib. But a crib but he yeah. was talking about Rob Lowe.
0: Rob Lowe was the guy that was found in a bed with like two teenage girls. Right? And then no. Rob Lowe ended up doing all kinds of stuff. So I think it's right. just. No, no.
3: I just, I was just having this conversation with my buddies about Robert Downey Jr. Back when he would, he did, he got, he was wasted and high on dope and stuff like that. He went into a neighbor's house and he fell asleep in a crib. I I think it was a crib, but it was right (laughs) before he was supposed to go to jail. It was right before he did time. Wow. Remember I mean, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. did jail He was was
0: smoking a lot of Coke. He was smoking, he was smoking crack
3: rock. He was doing everything.
2: (laughs) There was was no kids involved. He just happened to be in the crib or something. Right.
3: Just all high and stuff like that. No one (laughs) was going to jail. I don't know. You got to be high as fuck to just wake up
0: in a crib and i want to say he was butt naked because that just adds to the story that you wake up butt
3: naked in the crib and it's tuesday you're like dude it's tuesday that's a a saturday that
0: ain't ain't tuesday
3: shit really (laughs) um do you think uh batista david batista having anything like saying okay if they scratch the script or something like that i'm out did that have any pull do you think he had like um the other actors behind him when it came to this You yeah, to say all man. the
2: actors were behind them. <laughs> They're
3: all right under
2: contract.
3: So right. What they do or don't
0: do is up to them and they need to be careful too. It's very easy to get blacklisted in Hollywood, right? Yeah. Um, Correct. Um so, you know, there's one thing of, yeah, that's why you hear bautista has got a caveat. He goes, "I'll stay on the I'm going to leave the film, but if you use the script I'll stay, yeah. right? But That's also, hobby, but also, like, don't yeah.
1: get too cocky because he is playing a character with a lot of makeup. I mean, I know you would know it was David Patista, but look what they did with Gandalf, or uh, hey, what man. was his name in uh, Harry yeah. Potter. The main hey. Dumbledore yeah. was a different guy in the next movie, so yes, it happens, you know what I mean? It yeah. happens.
0: Hey, man, they don't even have to be in makeup. We all remember it's kind of hot out there for a pimp. Yo, <laughs> he was in Iron Man 1,
1: boom, he was gone in Iron Man 2, man. Yeah. Come on. You know? Yeah. You know, People be forget. careful with you wish, You are, you are look a I look mean, at Hulk. Yeah. The incredible right. Hulk Right, in the Right. So I mean, don't threaten okay, too much. Right. And no, the thing but about
2: you know, that Batista cool. is like, what are you gonna do after this, brother?
3: Right. Right. Like this but is definitely his meal yeah. ticket. It's cool right. that Well that didn't he
1: come know. out with that what was that movie where it's like, I don't even know. It was some movie was where actually, in sort uh, in some Blade hotel and it's like a hospital or something. Yes, it just or,
3: came out. I think it was yeah. like, you
1: know, standard. I want to see that. Hotel Artemis, yeah, actually. Yeah. I wanted to see yeah, that. Yeah, so for Artemis, a way for it to come on Cody. So, uh, But he
0: was actually good in Blade Runner, the sequel. Batista was.
2: Okay. The yeah, new one with. I've uh, never seen the first Blade Runner.
3: Oh,
0: God damn, man! Is there anything in two scenes?
3: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to El Paso, Texas. Yo, with all we're these gonna have 80s. a whole episode Seriously. where we just yeah.
0: name off films. Nah, we're just gonna, we're gonna watch it them. with them. them.
1: No, we're yeah. gonna do. We're gonna watch it with them. Jim well, so hasn't seen. A movie okay, with hey, live
0: chat, live chat. Get this. So, Jim hasn't seen Monster Squad. That's a
2: classic. Oh, no. They know. Trust uh, me, they know. Have you oh, seen Saving so I had a text. Man, will never saw Blade Runner. So. That's a segment that we got going on that he's he's taking me to the movies to see all these movies I never saw. So, Goonies, <laughs> have movie, you seen, I got have it filmed. Tron?
1: Gemini's no. go to the oh, movies.
2: No, 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 no. I saw the remake Tron.
3: Okay.
1: You haven't seen the original Tron?
0: <laughs> no.
3: Oh, my God. God man. Have you seen The Last Starfighter? No. Oh, oh hell no. Where, what, what about Red Dawn? Have you ever seen Red Dawn? Oh,
0: what? <laughs> you haven't seen the original? <laughs> have no. you seen no. First Blood?
3: No.
1: Terminator? Rocky Rambo.
2: Yes, <laughs> I saw Rambo. Terminator? Okay. I, saw all the action <laughs> I saw all the action movies. I saw all the fighting movies like Bloodsport and okay. those type of movies. Gotcha. Oh, so all, right. all,
0: all the movies that make you think and shit, Ryan. Have you
1: seen Chocolat?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen
0: Cannibal
1: Run? Oh, man, no. that's one of the best.
0: Oh, Cannibal Run. Yo, man, Captain <laughs> Chaos, son. Come Captain on. That Chaos. was one of the first Super Nerds on the movies, man. Remember Captain Chaos? <laughs> oh, Tom DeLuise. Sure. Well, let's mm-hmm. go before we could. We can probably right. go on for another two. Well, hours I, I wanted to so
1: add then. something off script that I found very interesting that I had no idea was even in production or being considered. But I saw a little news blip today that said that uh, Jim Carrey is being looked at to be cast as Doctor Robotnik in the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs>
2: Come on, man. what? The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: isn't that some shit?
2: No, no, a live-action
1: Sonic the Hedgehog movie. My kids are excited. <laughs>
2: Really? Isn't, yeah. Isn't there some other rumors about Jim Carrey with some kind of casting on a, maybe even a comic book movie? And I thought he was done with comic book movies. Yeah, I don't know. Uh,
0: Jim Carrey, I think he, he retired cause he really doesn't do anything.
3: Yeah. I hope he's made all his money. I mean, I hope he Did you guys saved see all that, that documentary
1: like that. about man on the moon yeah yeah, that yeah, was, really was when
3: you played the guy from taxi yeah
1: right? Yeah. yeah
3: right that was really good. ryan yeah. would, would sonic the hedgehog be live action yeah or it's or live animated? action live action no live but, action. but the actual uh, character sonic would have to be cgi well, i'm sure the around.
1: sonic would be cgi it'd probably be like you know those garfield movies where it's like yeah, the normal right, right. dudes Round with out. garfield being animated
2: nobody yeah. wants to see vega's answer to mario we're good <laughs>
0: All right, on that note, I think it's time to go because I don't think we can find any story that would top a Sonic the Hedgehog. That's movie right. I had to leave the, the, the best
1: fight. for last, you guys. Leave the best I'm for last. I'm those people.
0: <laughs> All
2: right.
0: Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Oh, I forgot about our viewers on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Big Easy Comic, Undisputed Frost, a real Cuban story. Look at that. We got a, like my homie, hey, my homie Nomad Manny. The oldest prospect of the nomads, man. If you guys want to know any truths about me, ask my homeboy, little man, Lokes from Sunnyvale, man. I've known him since sixth grade, man. He was there when I got shot, if you really want to know the truth. But that's another story for another time. And you got to go on Twitch and ask Nomad Manny. So thanks for joining us, boys and girls. Any last words, Otto?
3: Yeah, so um, I just want to give a shout-out right now. I hope uh, this was a great show, good stuff, good topics. But um, Friday night, we're getting a band back together. We're gonna be live from Otto's Grotto, three men in the basement. My boy Bernie, eighteen sixty nine. Pat Howe's gonna be here. Roger's gonna be here. We're gonna talk about what we're gonna do going forward for Terrificon. Uh, for you guys that live on the East Coast, Terrificon is a great comic con at Mohegan Sun. A lot of the IG players will be up there. My boy Dennis for Comics will be there. Um, Exillusionary Eric's coming up. Uh, a new guy to Instagram. I got this. He'll be there too. So we're gonna try to do. I'm getting ahead of myself. But this Friday night, check us out nine o'clock. We're going to talk about all the artists that we're going to meet um, and try to meet, get some signatures, get some good deals for Terrificon. While we're at Terrificon, the following week, I'm going to try to do a hotel takeover and try wow. to do a live remote from the actual um, hotel that we're staying at. I don't know if Mohegan Sun will kick me out. So just uh, keep a watch on um, you know, Everett Otto or Bernie1869 or Roger Levesque's our Instagram pages and see what's going on. So we've got a lot of things coming up in the next two weeks. So all comic book, all geek related, all lots of fun stuff. So please check us out Friday night for, yeah. um, stuff like that. So check out Otto you.
0: and three men in the basement on YouTube. I'll put the link to their channel in the, uh, ho- uh, video <laughs> description. They got a new mic. So you're going to be hearing all kinds of new stuff. Are you guys yeah, on yeah. IG
3: live too? Uh, do you guys still do that? No, we stopped doing that because the feed wasn't too good. And, um, good, we just kind of went away with it. It just wasn't, it was a little bit too toppy, and we were just finding out that YouTube is kind of like the way to go. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. now that our subs are getting up and we've, you know, invested in some uh, good, better technology here. So and YouTube and is a the way to go. So like,
0: oh, Look at that. That's it,
3: the, the, the Blue Yeti right Can here, baby. Ask right anybody
0: on the live chats, man, uh, does anybody use IGTV? Because I posted some videos and I don't know if anybody uses that thing, man. It's kind and of a thing, weird format, too. And
2: man. you got to have it filmed like upwards, like vertical, like on your cell yeah, phone. Right. Like, yeah, it just doesn't
0: like, make any sense, the, the formatting of it. It just, you know, yeah. but, you know, I guess there's content out there. Jared. Jared. Gem, you don't like it
2: you're not with it no i don't use you that don't. shit all right some
0: people do some really like detailed like video editing and all kinds of stuff but i'm mm-hmm. like yo man i
2: don't nah. think so anyway YouTube, words, Jim, in. youtube gives you all the analytics and everything so yeah man got a couple crazy things going on so this saturday uh we're doing our live show we rented uh, a party hall you Jesus. guys familiar what that is
1: yeah, <laughs> the house yeah
2: yeah, we rented like a clubhouse. So we call it a clubhouse in Florida, but out here, they, they're like, What a clubhouse. I'm not in a club. It's a party right. hall. So, anyway, whatever. No, we rented.
0: Okay. For a sp- Cali, a party hall fits like a thousand people. And you get no, no a DJ. that's like a, that's a hall. Talking hall about like back an, back, an
1: American back. Legion hall or like a VFW? Something no, no. Like that. He's talking yeah.
0: about like, you know, how the uh, swimming pool and there's, you could rent out the clubhouse oh, like, as part of it for a like party? in a.
1: Yeah. Oh, like in a like in a neighborhood house oh, or like a yeah, condominium kind of right. place,
2: yeah, but it's not it's not in a uh a condominium, but yeah, we we're basically renting this space that has a kitchen it has a bathroom, it actually has a bounce house, like a children's bounce house in there to be nuts so anyway we uh we, we rented this shit out, and uh we ha- we're inviting all like the local people, so we got a good little uh r s v p list going on, but either way, we're gonna do our live show like we always do, but we're gonna have a keg we're gonna be grilling out there oh. So that's gonna be this Saturday, and uh we're gonna start streaming at uh 8 p m eastern and we're gonna you you're know gonna how put we that
0: address it. on uh, public so everybody can get to it
2: yeah we we have it in All the right. Gemini's group on facebook if you're not so, if you're on Facebook, you need to join the Geminis because the group is popping TiVo's in there talking shit uh i don't uh rh so think you're
0: for, yeah right? I'm, I'm in there I just the i just creep
1: i don't I haven't said anything Gemin yet.
0: really likes public displays of affection make sure you I sure hug don't
1: him. <laughs> don't go long. People. Yeah,
0: yeah ask him about his man cave yeah. uh see if he can get a private tour in the dark but anyway so actually, look at
1: if you're lucky got, he'll show got, you his teenage mutant ninja turtle
2: we got one of the geminites uh is flying in actually on friday he's like hey i had a bunch of points fuck it, i'm gonna fly in so i'm gonna actually scoop his ass up on friday and show him lo- the town a little bit and uh you know. nice where's it coming in from forget minnesota or some shit i don't know i thought it
0: was canada or something like montreal
2: a lot of people start looking up plane tickets though but yeah we have a lot of local people el paso people we have like some phoenix people coming through uh so we're gonna be chilling so that's the one thing that's going on the other thing is just a little bit of a a hint i'm not going to give away any details but we're probably going to have another uh contributor to the channel on gem and collectibles so that's all i'm gonna say Ooh,
3: all right, a little foreshadowing that's, right there. So, huh?
0: uh, look out for that. So, if uh, make sure you go when you go to El Paso and check out Jim Mint. Make sure you cross over to Juarez. It's a very nice, safe place to be. You can get all <laughs> right? kinds of cool prescription drugs for hella <laughs> cheap, and bring them back <laughs> yo, over the border.
2: So you- <laughs> that's true, yo. When I went to when I went to Juarez, man, it was like midnight, right? everything was looking like Resident Evil out there except every block had a pharmacy that was lit up. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Hey, trust me. Juarez makes Tijuana look like fucking Beverly Hills. Tijuana is a lot nicer (laughs) now. Juarez, El Paso has always been one of the safest cities in America. Because yeah. all the dead people get dumped in waters They kill them in El Paso, and they cross the border Please. and they dump the dead bodies there. I'm not bullshitting, but, it, but it I got, got homies folks. in El Paso. They'll tell you. My, my homeboy Manny, you know, man, he knows homeboy, my, our homeboy Shorty lives in El Paso, and he knows all the gangs that are out there, and he tells me some crazy shit that happens in El Paso. But I'm not trying to scare anybody. Go.
3: <laughs> <there to> <laughs> I want to see the outtakes. I <laughs> want to... So, Jeb, you're going to do this all live, right? So crazy. yeah,
2: but that's true though. I am gonna have somebody filming something that I could chop up and edit up. Though. Right. That, yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah. So
3: I want to see the outtakes because the Uh-oh. outtakes are usually Lost the time. funniest. All
2: right. I think it's gonna be cool, man. You know, I, I think we had like maybe what fifteen people RSVP, but I'm thinking, man, you never know. You know who might show up? My man PNW. My man Rob might come through. He's actually lived out here for a long time.
3: Uh, that's good. I hope you have a good turnout. That sounds
2: like a lot of fun. Yeah, man.
1: So. On a TiVo. Yeah I, could hear you. yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you but can't see you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah Red Riddler. Oh, shit. Oh.
1: Um, Yeah, I just want to say shout out again to KRS Comics uh, this weekend, Boston Comic Con uh, or what is it called? Uh, Fan Expo in Boston. Um, you've got Warren Lau, Mike Mayhew, and Natalie Sanders will be there, so go get some awesome commissions. Um, also, I have some news. I recently got a some grading submissions back, or, well, at least the grades came through. So I'll be getting a bunch of books back. Um, so it looks like we'll be doing another auction here coming up in September. So stay tuned to Instagram for notice notifications, and we will let you know when things are going down. Uh, Tim, you know what? We're not hearing you, man. Um, it looks like you bumped out of the live. Hold on let me.
0: I think you kicked me out, man. What's up?
1: Nope all right go ahead
0: all right uh sorry about that man so like the riddler got me i was the question mark so can the folks hear me now can the party people hear me now
1: yeah we can hear you man
0: all right uh so like i said uh we were going to do an auction this 11th but it happens this is the slot for the ny warriors auction when you know typically the comic book community is not big enough to have multiple auctions going on different channels and this way you get more bang for your buck. I had some books left over from our auction last week. I will be on the NY Warriors YouTube show this Saturday when they do their live auction. They have like a big auction with typically seven, eight cats auctioning different books. I got some slabs that I'm going to get rid of. I got some signed stuff from Donnie Cates. I got some signed stuff from Warren Liu. So I'm going to be joining the NY Warriors this Saturday. Follow them on uh, Big Easy on Instagram. I'll be posting it on my Instagram as well and on their Facebook channel. I believe it's at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, yeah, it'll be on there. I'll be on their auction getting rid of some books. And then uh, me and Ryan, once Ryan gets his submissions back from CGC, and I'll hold off some stuff that I got, we're going to be hooking you guys up with Mm -hmm. some cool stuff. And so thanks for joining us on YouTube, on Twitch, on SoundCloud, And on iTunes as soon as Ryan can figure it out because I'm making him do all the work because he's the producer with the mostest and the moistest voice. Uh, Yeah, you know what?
1: Moist. Moist. Oh, I
3: hate that word.
1: Moist. (laughs) Ryan's
3: doing a hell of a job, buddy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, great job, Ryan. So thanks for everybody. Till next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out.
1: Peace, everybody.